You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello there, everyone. How are you doing? And welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursday podcast, where in just a couple minutes, I'll be giving a call to this week's earlier guest, Eva of Eva Under Fire. We had her on a Monday, as I'm sure most of you know. If you don't, for whatever reason, go back, listen to this episode, because this is the follow up. This is where I get to call these friends that I'm making here on the podcast and just see how they're doing on a Thursday, on a Wednesday, on a Friday, whatever it may be later in the week. Uh, catch up since most of these episodes are recorded a cu- at least a couple weeks in advance. I like to give them a call after uh, we've we've made a connection and just see how they're doing, how life's going, and just uh, keep things rolling. So we're going to get there in just a minute, as I mentioned. But before I get there, I just want to say, man, it is a great week to be a sports entertainment and a sports fan for that matter. Um, this week has been absolutely fire in the wrestling world. As most of you guys know, I'm a huge professional wrestling fan as uh, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know that because I've had several different professional wrestlers here on here on the show. And uh, yeah, this week, there's a lot of buzz going on with what happened with uh, CM Punk in uh, All Elite Wrestling. MJF is back. Uh, there's so much amazing stuff that happened last night on uh, AEW's Dynamite that airs on TBS every Wednesday. On Monday, Braun Strowman made a comeback in the WWE uh, on Monday Night Raw. I mean, there's so much stuff happening in the profes- in the professional wrestling uh, world right now, and it's just going back and forth, and it's such a fun time for me as a fan to have both companies firing on all the cylinders, it seems, really going at it, and it's just great because uh, it, for me, it's just opening up the buffet a little bit more of entertainment. There's things I love about WWE, there's things I love about AEW. And vice versa, there's things I dislike about both of them. So I get a little bit of both right now as a fan. So if, you, if you're a wrestling fan or haven't been in a long time, I think now is the time to get back into it, I'm going to be honest. Like uh, getting back into it and having that, that, that array of different kinds of entertainment is a really good time. If you've been on the fence about getting back into wrestling for whatever reason, uh, now's the time. Anyways, and, and then into sports, of course, as I mentioned, it today... Uh, the NFL season starts tonight. Uh, we got Thursday night football tonight. Going to be exciting. But then, of course, this weekend, 
big week of football. Uh, my Raiders are going against the uh, division rivals and the LA Chargers. I'm going to be at the game next week. We're going to be releasing the episode with Matt Money Smith, who is the voice of the Chargers. He also uh, was the guy working at K-Rock when my band Avenged Sevenfold was getting played on the air. He's the guy that showed uh, Striker backcountry for the first time and got it played. So we went back and had a conversation about that and football. We made a couple of bets about his Chargers versus my Raiders. It's all on the line this Sunday, so you'll be tuning in on Monday for that episode. And then, of course, we'll be doing another one of these follow-up calls to Matt Money Smith. Um, and we'll, <laughs> we'll reveal, obviously, how the bet went down and uh, how we're, if we're going to make another bet moving forward. All those wonderful things. So make sure you guys are tuning in next week. We'll be talking a lot about football probably over the next several months as uh, as the season starts. So uh, uh, get ready for all that. As I said, this is the follow-up episode. Uh, Eva is waiting for me right now, so I'm going to give her a call and see what she's up to on this wonderful Thirsty Thursday. Hello? Eva, how are you? What's going on, man? Great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful on this uh, very nice Thursday. It is quite hot here in uh, Huntington Beach, Orange County. Uh, where You're still in the Detroit right now, in the Detroit area? Detroit. Yep, Detroit, Michigan area. Uh, you know what? I'm glad that we're not as hot because it definitely feels like fall here. But it's a nice, like, sunny day, early fall. So I get the sun, but I'm not sweating to death. Yeah. No, for whatever reason, I got. I was just on the East Coast, um, in the in the Poconos uh, in Pennsylvania, and oh, okay. yeah, and just like September first hit, and I swear to God, I stepped outside and like it dropped ten degrees at night. I was like, whoa, this like like it really happened quick. Is that is that how it's going for you guys over there in Detroit? Absolutely. I was just gonna say, welcome to the Midwest. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> like Labor Day weekend. It's oh, I I was uh, that. I think Saturday or something like that. I had family come by and we got in the pool and I was like, well, it's probably going to be the last day, but you know, it might, might still be warm enough to get in, you know, a couple of weeks out from now and that, but I tell you what, that next day I was like, yep, nope. I'm pretty sure that was the last day in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's I've, you know, it's crazy for me to be a stationary at that time and feel that, you know, like I felt fall come in obviously on the road and stuff, but you move in cities. So you don't really realize it, but I was like stationary in it and I was like, ah, oh. That really does happen overnight. I don't know. It's just a it's a weird thing for this uh, Southern California boy to realize and then come back to back to it. Yesterday, I got in town and it's like 90, 94 degrees here and humid. I'm Ooh. like, ooh, that's not the beach weather I was hoping to come back to. Right. <laughs> well, at least there's a beach weather option for you guys out that way. So when it does get to be insanely hot you've got water to get uh get you through it yeah it's not it's not so bad i i, I can't complain too much um but i did uh this is the follow-up phone call from our episode and i wanted to thank you for hopping in the uh youtube premiere the other night uh, a lot of the fans that were there uh really appreciated that so i wanted to uh thank you again for that oh yeah super cool no i, I love that stuff man it's it's really it was fun for people to be like oh he was in the chat i'm like cool man thank you guys for the invite yeah i appreciate it yeah and then i know you uh you had to get off early because you were at a concert how the how the rest of that night go that was uh tuesday night right oh man it made my emo heart so happy <laughs> it was it story yeah, we, of the year you went and saw right 
Yeah, yeah. Story of the Year, um, Hawthorne Heights, and Escapes of Fate, who is uh, another label band that we're on, on a, is on our same label. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really just a fun night, you know. And um, I had, when we were out on the Asking Alexandria, Nothing More, and a Trayu tour, uh, they, a couple of the guys had come out and said hi, you know, because they're friends with the guys in Atreyu. So I, I was like, oh, this will be cool. We actually get to like meet them and hang out. And so I, I told uh, their bass player, I said, remember that random girl that handed you a white claw in the parking lot? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and did he so, remember? Weird fun. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was standing out by the buses. I'm like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to my hood. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, well, I'm glad you had a uh, you had fun on that show. And then uh, speaking of shows, I saw you guys got louder than life uh, a week from today, right? You're going to be on that on that day, uh, Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a week from today. I can't I can't even believe it. Like we've been we've been itching to get back out there, and uh, I have some some new costuming that I was working on. Ooh. Showed a couple of yeah. So I was excited about that. I'm going to debut that I think at the because uh, we we're leaving tomorrow to go down to North Carolina and play with Hailstorm. Yeah, uh, for our second show, and then next week is louder. So you know, my my thread's got to look fresh. <laughs> I love it. Can you can you let us know a little bit about what 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 to expect from this uh, new costume attire? Is yeah, it, yeah, it was, we're getting closer it, to Halloween too. You don't you don't double you don't <laughs> use those for both, do you? No, no, no. I I go uh, I go all out for for Halloween too, but <laughs> it, it, it's definitely a separate adventure. Um, but I've, I've noticed that I like, you know, the costume aspect and the performance aspect of, of the show. And it's fun for me to do, you know, big makeup looks and like, I, I dabble with redoing jackets and stuff like that. Um, so I found one that was like my go-to, uh, when I was on the, the skillet tour and it was, um, so much fun to do. Cause all of the, the, um, what you call it, the shoulder piece mm-hmm. was the most glitzy part. And so I was like, man, I want to, you know, and I, it was a white jacket that I did and there's a bunch of colors on it. There's a couple little spiky pieces, but they were like gold in color. So it was kind of a more bright outfit. And I was like, I kind of want to remake this jacket and have like a darker sister moment. So like I kind of remade it from like a, like a gray, plastic looking vest that looks uh when i took it in looks very armor like and i did spikes but i definitely went bigger with the spikes and their black metal spikes so i'm excited <laughs> i love i love uh not knowing that you were about to tell me about how you fashioned and made these yourself i mean that's it <laughs> is that it's not what i was expecting you to tell me about it and uh that's pretty cool have you is this something that you've uh, talent that you've always known you had before you uh, uh, pursued this career as the lead vocalist for Eva Under Fire, or was that something that, like, I don't know, out of necessity, you kind of figured out you you, you got to do? Yeah, dude, yeah, it's both those things, <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> like, I look at these costume pieces, and uh, you know, some of the stylists have and stuff like that, or what people even just like buy them online on Etsy for, and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, it can get that's pretty not happening. I'm not doing yeah. that stuff myself. <laughs> all the the vests and jackets that i have let me tell everyone listening right now i did not make any of that shit (laughs) (laughs) that was ordered that was brought here (laughs) i was like "Mm, nope oh man i I will say there was a couple though that i did have uh my best friend uh sinister gates wife michelle uh, she made a couple of jackets for me where I'd give her like the base, you know, and I'd say like, here's some studs and some, uh, and some patches and some shit I like have fun with it, you know? 
<laughs> right here please make costume things thank you <laughs> um yes you are creative please please help yes, yes. exactly um uh, our us women people man we sometimes we're really like you know get excitable about clothing and i i get that that's not like maybe typically a uh, uh, guy's standard vibe i mean rockers are a little different you know that you get up there and you kind of do like the jackets the patches and stuff like that so right. Um, not to say that it's, you know, not edgy, but I like, uh, that not just the styling of it, but like to, to see what I can find and make my own. Um, I do find that it's like, uh, not just cheaper, but it fits, it fits better. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can take it in and do like different. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't, (laughs) I don't do any of this, uh, the right way either. Just so you guys know, (laughs) like I don't, there's no me researching for hours and doing this with prints and different, you know, uh, people sometimes show up with like, I don't even know what those things are called. It like tells you how to do it, you know? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I just take a needle and thread and start in on whatever corner I want to start in on. I don't know. Do you, <laughs> but do, do you often have a lot of re- redos then? or? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, but I, I really find, and this is maybe why I kept kind of doing it and jackets are, um, like a niche, I guess for me, I don't really do like a whole bunch of different things. I've redone a couple of pairs of pants and stuff, but, uh, I find if I just trust the process, it just happens to work out. And then maybe I don't wear it and I find, oh, okay, that, that vibe doesn't fit me. So how, how can I change it and add stuff? And usually the more stuff I add, I'll get there eventually. Like it's never like a scrap it, start over moment. I like that. I like it. It's not quite there. I'm just going to keep adding some shit until I get there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not trying to overcomplicate it. I don't need like a rubric. This is just, you know, throw it on there, glue it, sew it. I don't know. Awesome. Well, um, I know there's going to be yeah. another, another big festival that you guys are playing um, out here in Sacramento area. Afterlife, are you going to be, or not Afterlife, that's the name of one of my songs. Aftershock. Aftershock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That was a slip. I was like, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. say that, you know, I say that so often pulls. in my regular daily life. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Aftershock, rather. So you guys are going to be doing that. You, uh, you'll you have the costumes out for that, the new costumes, obviously, I imagine. And uh, yeah. my uh, our producer to this show just informed me he's going to be making it out there. I, unfortunately, won't be there. So uh, I would like to uh, be able to get you guys in contact, and uh, he would love to say hi and meet in person. Yeah, yeah, we've got to hang out for sure. Yeah, let him know. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, you have my number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll be there, and I would, love to, I would love to say hi. And then, uh, you know, hopefully we get more out your way. I mean, L- L.A., California, Sacramento, like any of those places, there's, there's so many different, like, stylists and photo shoots and different things that happen out there. I'm sure we'll run into each other eventually. Absolutely. If not, if not in my neck of the woods, at some point, you got to imagine we'll be out and you'll be out at the same time as, you know, the, as I'm sure you're learning and have known over the last seven years that you've been uh, doing Eventifier that it's kind of been, you know, it, it gets to be kind of a small world at some point, you know, like there, you run into a lot of uh, uh, friends you've met along the way in other bands and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, we were trying to skate down to North Carolina uh, fast enough to maybe be able to swoop in on the nothing more show that's happening down there because they're playing oh. the day before uh, we play with hailstorm. So if, I hope that we can do it, but it might be like our buses just pass in the night. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to see. Oh, so do you, do you know those guys? 
Yeah, that that was the. Oh, that the was tour the tour with the tray. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was with the tour with the tray. I, I'm supposed to be talking. There was to four s- of us. Yeah, I'm supposed to be talking to somebody on Monday from Nothing More. For the show. Oh, cool. Oh, they're great guys. Okay. Great guys. So I have nothing to worry about. I, I shouldn't be scared. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't don't let that Johnny or that Mark guy talk too much because uh, you know, they got no no. Uh, they're <laughs> they're fantastic people. Um and if you guys uh you know, drinks with Johnny, right? They they have their own um they do their own brew. They have oh, uh perfect. like uh the different beers and stuff that they that they got. So if if it's um any of the Mark guys or uh, Mark and Johnny, I think are the two that are most involved. Uh, maybe it's just Mark's uh, thing. They're, they're guitar player, but yeah, they'll, they can talk to you all day about drinks. Uh, awesome. on this, on so this you're already show. helping me out with my notes for that uh, conversation too. So that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's that, that, you're, you're my, you're my new best friend, Eva. I appreciate that. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'll text you Somebody later for, for, some, for some more behind. Yeah. Some more behind the scenes from that tour. So that I can, I could surprise them with a couple of things. And they'll be like, how the fuck did you know that? Um, <laughs> Your fans are going to be like, Eva's so dramatic. She's over here. Just like giving all the details. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, they love it. That's what they, that's what they, sh- that's what they, uh, show up for i guess perfect one hit thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know each week we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget and we decide if they brought the one hit thunder or nothing more than a one hit blunder look if you listen to the show you're probably going to laugh and i guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Um, so I don't know. Uh, one of the things that two things I wanted to talk about from our episode real quick, uh, that we already did. Uh, one was that even after you corrected me in saying, uh, Eva, instead of Ava, I realized when I was listening back and like adding the background music as I do and do the, you know, whatever, getting the episode ready for release. I continually said Ava instead, the rest of the, <laughs> the episode. And, uh, so I wanted to, uh, apologize don't even don't even it's it you know what because I, I mean i'll just out ourselves right here and now it started as ava that's okay. why i respond to both so uh, um i have uh latino heritage in my family and so when i see eva printed on anything i have always pronounced it ava eva martinez eva hernandez eva, you're right so i mean it's like i've known a couple of avas in my life and it's just kind of what I always, you know, and the guys too, we were all just like, Hey, it's Ava. And then the, once we got to the, the professional ball game, they were like, you know, I read this as Eva. And I was like, Oh, there's like a cultural 
thing that happens here with how you read it, right? If you're yeah. if you're from the states and you're not familiar with Latino culture in any way, shape, or form, you would probably read that Eva, and it can be pronounced both ways. So we kind of had like a it sounds like a silly conversation, but it's an important conversation right. at the label to be like, okay, but technically, how should we? Tell people, How are we gonna to tell people to say it moving forward, right? <laughs> right, right. So, so we just kind of came up with, okay, uh, you know, America, it's Eva. That's <laughs> probably how most people would read it. That's so, so funny because I, I didn't read it that way at all. That's so fun, and I'm <laughs> I'm very I'm very white and American, and. Uh, <laughs> But are you okay? So being from California, though, do you guys have a lot of Latino influence yeah, around you? Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. Do you? I mean, it's yeah, so we do. I, I yeah, we do. It's, it's Californians, it's, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, outside of Mexico and you know, I mean, San Diego, um, we're we're the next county up, and I got to tell you, our Mexican food is on fucking point. So I mean, I go a lot of other places, and I'm like, I get so disappointed when I when I you know, you know some of them do it pretty well. Don't get me wrong. There's some other states and. Man, there's even a place in Sweden that has pretty decent uh, Mexican food, but I got to say. You're blowing my mind right now. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it's called? You know what the fucking restaurant in Sweden was called that I went to and I was like, this is actually pretty decent. It's like fucking, I can't believe I'm having decent Mexican food out here. It's called Puta Madre. <laughs> and I swear they have no idea. Like, I know that the cook does because the cook is obviously Hispanic, but like. I don't think they have any clue what that means, you know? Did they? Did Well, it, it was either, like, an egregious oversight or, <laughs> or they, they knew, knew exactly like, what they were doing. Awesome. And they were like, Those no Swedes one pretty, around here is going to know what this means. <laughs> yeah, the Swedish people, as you as you might might already know or might come to find out, are pretty metal, too. I mean, the, the Norwegian side of our world is very metal. And oh, very, yeah. So, like, they, it's very, very... Uh, possible that they know exactly what it is and they're like yeah let's go with that <laughs> those shysters i know what they were up to <laughs> <laughs> an incredible tequila list on that at that place too by the way i know you're into oh, tequila I can't imagine i can't imagine yeah you know what and you said so much cool stuff about the californian mexican food next time you guys come through detroit uh if you've never been to mexican town that is all of our like we have a, a massive Latino population and like everybody that's there, really? you know, basically. Yeah. Because, um, even so like my grandparents came to Michigan for the auto industry. Right. And so there was a lot of immigrants that came to this part of Michigan specifically for that. Um, and so there's, there's like a giant hub of amazing Mexican food called Mexican town in the middle of Detroit. Oh my God, that just made me so happy for the next time I'm actually out there <laughs> and missing my wonderful Hispanic Mexican food that I miss yep. out on so much when I'm out on the road. Uh, there you go. See, you can you can get your fix in Detroit. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm loving Detroit more and more all the time. There we go. Oh, uh, another yeah. thing I wanted to ask before I let you go is I know you got you got a, as you said you got costumes to make you got stuff to get ready you're you're hitting the road tomorrow. Um, uh, so. We were talking a little bit about therapy, and I did not realize that you were. Uh, 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 see, this is where the question comes: Are you a therapist? Or uh -huh. yes, okay, that's so, the easy way to put it. Yes, yeah, so, I have a master's degree in psychology, so I guess it's, it's psychologist it psych or psychotherapist. 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 What is the? See. This is my confusion. I've I have a therapist that I that I've spoke to. I think we touched upon it a little bit. Some I use some 
for a uh, form of a smart recovery, which I found out there is actually a place in Ohio that's has an acronym for smart and in, in recovery. Then I don't know if you're, you were aware of, or you were actually referencing that, but, um, we're talking about smart recovery and I have a therapist I've spoken to since 2013. Um, so I'm not, I'm not unfamiliar with therapy, obviously, but I still to this day don't understand the difference between psychotherapy, uh, 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 therapist, or uh, the other one that you just said, and I, now I'm even drawing a blank on it, uh, psychology. Sure. It's all semantics, truly. I mean, I'll just level with all the people that are out there listening to. I mean, if you vibe with someone in a therapeutic uh, relationship, I mean, that's truly probably going to be able to lead you to a lot of healing that uh, everything else, all the titles and different ways that you can get into it. Um, you know, each specialty kind of has its little different focus or whatever. Um, but I have found that, you know, in clinical settings where talk therapy is happening, I mean, people have found that it's beneficial to speak with whoever their professional license type is, social workers, psychologists who are like fully licensed PhDs, and the only reason why they get to have psychologist as the name, they don't, they don't like when master's level people like me say psychologist because I didn't spend the additional four years and umpteen million dollars in a PhD program to be able to call myself a psychologist. Um, so I get psychotherapist, but it's, it's, I'm trained in the same things. Um, oh, okay. And yeah, and, and, or, you know, there could be also like, I've heard a lot of people that are like, um, more active, engaging lifestyle. They want someone that's more like, uh, hands-on. So they might do life coaching, you know, where your life coach shows up at the gym with you, or you guys can, you know, actualize change. It's a little bit more of like a cognitive behavioral approach to therapy in that way that you're like doing stuff in order to try to feel better. That um, but I might be into that. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options that are out there, but, um, I chose psychology because I felt that it was the one path that would introduce me to a bunch of different modalities. And then I can just meet that person where they're at and we can kind of collaborate on, you know, where we go from there, how to help. And I've got good ideas to try. And maybe some people come back to me and say, yeah, that went great. Other people are like, yeah, that was never going to happen, mm. <laughs> you know, so we pivot <laughs> from there. But um, I just, I like to meaningfully, like I was mentioning before, meaningfully connect with others. And that was what drove me to, to both therapy and music. Um, and I also like had some billing background from my, my day job, nine to five. <laughs> ugh, I can't, I can't, ugh, I, I don't even like to remember that time in my life, but what was your what, what, what was your what, what was so bad about your nine to five? What was your I nine just to five? hate. I it was billing for the the clinic that I worked in, and I oh, was like, "This is dumb." Billing I'm for the clinic. I'm so sorry, I didn't follow that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, billing for who? It was, billing for what? Okay, billing for the clinic was, you worked. So in, I was you? yeah, I was I was billing for the other people that were doing what I really wanted to do, which mm. was the actual therapy part. And so I'm, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to sit here and crunch numbers. I want to actually go help people. So that's when I dropped that and went back to school. Um, so, but I, I love, I love being able to see what beautiful ways music and therapy have overlapped for me in this space. I actually was really nervous that it was going to be like in conflict with each other, but it's, it's 
been anything but, which has been wonderful. So, do you tell um, do you tell your clients uh, that you're also in a metal band? When is that like your first like, thing? That... <laughs> <laughs> yep, I do. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to disclose that, just so you know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and it, and the conversation goes very much like that. So, um, in my little, uh, you know, I'm not taking new clients any longer, which is helpful as well because it's it's less in conflict. Um, but Can when you I say was how first many clients, starting, I'm sorry to cut you off there. Can you say how many clients you have without, you know? Oh, it's a handful. It's not, yeah. I don't have a full caseload by any means. I mean, that's just not even conducive to us being on the road. So I've kind of like found myself in this mode where I have to like dial back on one thing to mm. really focus on the other thing. And you know, so my handful of clients have been, that have been with me for a while now all kind of know. Um, and we're all kind of from the same, you know, I have a Michigan license, so they're all in Michigan. And some of them are very local. So like when we play locally, it's it's kind of funny. And they might, you know, one of my clients was telling me about, oh, I might go to this show. And it was like a local show. And I was like, so just so you know, <laughs> if I run into you, if you run into me, is a ethics rule. I just tell them, you know, you're more than welcome to come up, say hello. I would encourage it, you know, tell people if you feel comfortable how you know me, yeah. but I won't place you in that situation. So I, if I see you and I, I will just walk by unless you stop me just so you know, and it's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's just because I don't want other people That's around you to ask you questions that you're not prepared to answer about wow. why you know me. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's interesting. I love <laughs> that's 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 wild. That's a wild uh, that's a wild balancing act you got to do. That it's pretty cool. Oh my goodness, it's a tightrope, but it, it you know <laughs> it works. And I have had people that have said hello at shows, and they were just totally fine yeah. to uh, to open that up to other people, which and I love. See, you and, know, you, and obviously you're, you're you're not wearing the costumes and the makeups during these uh, uh, during your therapy ses- sessions. So <laughs> right. It's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like the old thing when you see. Uh, uh, your 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 teacher outside of school when you're a kid, right? Kind of, yeah. It's <laughs> it's very much like that, you know. Um, so it it is it is an interesting dynamic, but it's one that um I appreciate. And honestly, like, I kind of the feedback that I've gotten from a few of my clients in that regard was like it helps them to disband that stigma, being able to like have a conversation about, hey, if I see you in the real world you know, what do I, you know, and I said, if you're comfortable with telling people that you, you know, like we're just talking about here candidly, you see a therapist, I see a therapist, like Mm -hmm. this is just, you know, it's like any other thing that you would do for your health. And, you know, so for people to, to normalize that and be able to take it out into the real world and talk about how we know these people or that you are going to therapy is, is kind of helpful. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I see it as that as well in, in many respects. For me, it's just I, I <laughs> you'll get to know more and more as our friendship uh, continues. That there's there's not a lot that I that I'm very bashful about. So you know, it's, it's just one of those other things. <laughs> uh, your reputation, my friend, precedes itself. So I have heard that. <laughs> I'm sure from those Atreyu guys, uh, they have. A but. Um, <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, I'm sure you'll yeah you'll be out uh, on those uh, festivals as we talked about here, uh, aftershock and uh, louder than life. So uh, there's quite a few of uh, our mutual friends out there. So uh, say hi for yeah. me. Yeah, and uh, beautiful. 
The last yeah. thing, though, on that therapy thing that I want to ask you, though, you did mention that you didn't go back after your master's. Do you ever wonder if you think you'll go back so that you could come up on stage and say, I'm Dr. Eva Marie, and uh, Absolutely this, not. this is your therapy session for the night? Absolutely not. <laughs> Loudwire already allowed me to have a therapy session thing in there. In their, you know what I'm saying? Like I did like the guest. Mm. Uh, guest columnist thing for Loudwire, and they were—I think that that was titled some way Eva's therapy session. That's that's sufficient. I don't okay. need a PhD. I think it's just like I, I think about <laughs> how um, and for any of your listeners that have higher education, it's just there's so much red tape and like just beat your head against the wall to try to get all of these like like it's a wonderful thing to attain. Mm. But I just know going through the years of schooling that I've been through. It's not for me. I would lose my mind. You would have to probably put me inpatient somewhere because <laughs> I, would just, <laughs> I would never put myself through that again. I have one degree and one One's enough. pretty good vocal yeah, thing going for me. So one yeah. of those two things is going to work out. Oh, it's that's, more than that's a pretty enough. good vocal thing. You're selling yourself. Thank you. You guys have a, Thank you. have a great song <laughs> out right now. Great album uh, coming. Uh, that, is that a full album coming real soon, right? Real soon, nine twenty-three full album, Love, Drugs, and Misery. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, I'll be checking back in with you, and uh, when that comes out, and I get to hear the rest of the songs, uh, like the rest of us listening today. I've only heard the singles so far, which are great. So I can't wait to hear the rest of the record. And good luck to you guys out on the road. We will stay in touch, and uh, I'll talk to you some more later. Sick, Johnny. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. You, t- you guys take good care. Talk All soon. Right. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 And that'll do it for this week's episode of the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursday podcast. Thanks to Eva for uh, taking the call. So close to getting out on the road. I know how that could be. Just packing alone and saying goodbye to friends and making sure you get the last little bit out before you go on the road can get in the way of uh, a phone call to a friend like that. So I appreciate her doing that. And I appreciate you guys listening and uh, tuning in each and every Monday and Thursday for these uh, conversations because super fun. It's, uh, it's a blast making friends and letting you guys hear the friendships blossom. So I appreciate you. Um, again, really excited for the weekend. Tune in on Monday as it's going to be mostly about, uh, actually, it's mostly about music still. It's a, very much the time Matt Money Smith being in K-Rock. We get into so many cool things uh, about him being the program director and what that really entails behind the scenes, how uh, different songs are, are tested and put out there and chosen for you, the listener, uh, before you even get a chance to listen. Um, very interesting stuff there. And then, of course, we get into his now career as an NFL uh, broadcaster. So, anyways, that's it for uh, this week. Enjoy your guys' weekend. Go Raiders. And uh, we'll talk to you on Monday. Cheers. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. 
So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal, the man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.